right, guys, we've got an announcement to make. No, <laughs> just doing your English accent. All right, guys, we've got an announcement to make. Blue White is teaming up with Harry's to make sure our listeners are shaving comfortably. Mm, Go to harrys.com slash blue white to save $10 on a value trial set, which includes five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Wow. Ooh. Rich lathering shave gel mm. Ooh, mm. and travel blade cover because we all need that. And a cabbage. No cabbage. You got all that for just $3 shipped right to your door. Enough with cheap razors. It's totally worth trying Harry's, Gareth. So worth it. Yeah. So Harry's is fixed shaving by combining a simple, clean design with the quality and durable blades at a fair price. So Harry's fair. founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned, just like me and you. Do you know, they were so tired, they bought a world-class blade factory in Germany. Did you know that? That's been making yeah. quality blades for over 95 years. That's just good. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com forward slash bluewire. All of Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love our shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Full refund. A full refund. Again, make sure you go to alexharrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your razor for just $3. Three dollars. Three dollars. Can I shave my pubes with it? <laughs> Colchester United's Sammy Schmodix is unable to recognise himself in the mirror. <laughs> We're just two guys who like talking about football, just enjoying it. The overwhelming stench Pink. of ready-salted crisps. I smells. know what James Mill smells like. <laughs> Rice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> because this podcast isn't just all stupid shit. Just mainly stupid shit. Darius Vassell has never celebrated Red Nose Day. The first time I saw Paul Scholes play, his willy was out. Then no footballers have ever played football without having a penis. Carlton Cole uses his excuse that his dog ate his homework all the time. A dog once bit Andy Carroll's buttocks in front of his mother. Phil Mitchell once played for West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Mitchell? That's what it's just supposed to do with football. You play for West Ham? Right. Oh, God. Welcome to Go Posts for Jumpers, a football podcast. I'm Gareth Baker. I'm joined and here. It's me. I'm here as well. With Alex Price. Me. I'm back, mate. I'm back. Yeah, we didn't miss you. I miss me. I liked having Brandon here. Right. No one else did. Uh, we haven't run the poll, actually. We will run the poll. Yeah, they didn't like him. Oh, really? Yeah, just guessing. Okay. Really. But yeah, I'm back, mate. I had a week off. Yeah. It's quite nice. Yeah. Not being here. What, not being around me? Yeah, just pretending Not thinking about Paul Jewel's sex tape for a week. How just, did that go? Um, well, luckily, our start credit has changed now because that was starting to drive me nuts. But yeah, mate, it's good to be back. You know, I feel that you know, people are going to be excited to have me back. My no. two fans, my three fans, my parents Mom, and my dog. dad, dog. Mum, dad and dog. So this week we've got a top five. What is the top five, Gareth? The top five this week is the top five fucking Premier League players who've stolen a living. Yeah. Along those lines. Something along those lines. It's a good lines. one because the wages that some Premier League players have taken over the years mm, and gotten away yeah, with it yeah. is scandalous, mate. And that's well, why we've done it. This week you're, it's all of your opinion. You're going to run opinion. it by me yeah. and I'll see if I... It didn't I... take me long. A lot of it was off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we also have two lies and the truth. Lies and the truth. We have twat list. Twat list. We and have... and we have the return of Frankenstein football yeah. by popular demand, aka and I wanted to do it. This Angus week. Berger's not going to be. He's not going to be. No, he's still in holiday with uh, Morag. Yeah, long long extended holiday there. So I got some tweets. Got some tweets. Got some tweets. Tweets of the week. That's what we do uh, on this podcast. On this podcast, for some reason, because it's good. I think people like to. See your breakdown of the funniest. I think tweets it's good that a... people get recognition for great tweets. I think there I'm should sure be a, glad there should be awards it. for oh, yeah. certain tweets. Uh, one of my favourites. What would your award be for like worst tweet of the year? It's got to be like worst tweet or the Pierce Morgan Award. Pierce Morgan Award because yeah. all of his tweets are awful, and so are yours. Thank you. Uh, what's your tweet of the week? So, uh, prick <laughs> Ian Holloway did a little thing on Twitter recently where oh. he did hashtag ask Ollie. 
God. Where he asked people on Twitter to give him ask him questions. So one person is Andrew Diesel. Asked him, would you rather have baguettes for arms or baguettes for legs? Which I thought would be quite cool. I said, would you rather? Yeah, I'd have baguettes for arms so I could keep playing football. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I think I'd use my arms What did he say? Legs. What did Ian Holloway say? Well, Ian Holloway... he started talking about chickens in some format. Ian Holloway said, I wouldn't want baguettes for anything. In the rain, it'd be a nightmare. What a stupid question. <laughs> I'd rather have scaffold poles. What would you prefer? Camembert or Edam for arms or legs because clearly you've got a marshmallow for a head asking me a question like that dear me um, I don't exactly think exactly what I expected from Ian Holloway yeah. he, I like that he's got just, Twitter I like he has he's a great he's a great character one of my favourite Twitter jokes yes Jermaine Defoe walks into a bar goes up to the first bird he sees and says get your coat you've pulled she says oh you're a little forward aren't you <laughs> I like that one because <laughs> he's little and he's a striker yeah that's it and another one, which I really loved, there is a picture, and we're going to post this on our Twitter page because it's genius. There's a picture from 1986. Uh, Ruman Tabakov is yep. the one who tweeted it. said, the year is 1986. This picture is the sign on Maradona's shirt. So Maradona stood with Pl- Michel Platini. The sign on Maradona's shirt says, no drugs. And on Platini's, no to corruption. Brilliant. Brilliant. Because they're both wankers, aren't they? Dead air. Hello? <laughs> right. For, look, no one knows this, but Alex <laughs> was in A&E last night. No. No, he was in A&E last night. Why? The police turned up at his house. Okay. So I'm I'm having to... Someone's calling me on Skype. Who's calling you on Skype? I don't know. Okay. Oh, sorry. It's my dog to say good show last week. Oh, you got your dog on now. Yeah, so Alex is a bit worse for wear, and uh, this is horrible for me. <laughs> You're just staring into the distance. It's all right, you can cut all that. What else have we got? We've got... Um, We've got the football name game is back, which has been a raging success. Yeah, people have liked it, mate. I've got to be honest, they have. So wh- these are five Five names. footballer names that four of them are uh, fake, yep. one of them is a real footballer out there. Yeah. Okay, so the first one. Okay. Raphael Fingers. Second one. Argelico Fucks. Okay, that's F-U-C-H-S, I'm guessing. Uh, F-U-C-K-S. Oh, unfortunate. Third one. Ralph Twatlist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, that would be great if he if he was real and he'd Again. done something really bad and Ralph Twatlist was on the Twatlist. Number four? Yeah. Aaron Darren. <laughs> the most British name I could think of. And number five. Shaka Hislop Jr. So that's Shaka Hislop's son. So we have five. Which ones are you going for? Raphael Fingers, Argelico Fux, Ralph Twatlist, Aaron Darren, and Shaka Hislop Jr. Ralph Twatlist is unreal. Um, the Shaka Hislop Jr. I don't think that's funny enough for it to be real for you. Okay. Um, I'm going to go, do you know what? Aaron Darren, Argelico Fux, Raphael Fingers. Aaron Darren is the most fucking British name I've these are awful. This is awful. Why do pe- why does people why do people enjoy this feature? Why do people like it? Raphael fingers. Raphael fingers is uh, the most promising of the. Which one are you going to go for? You got Argelico fucks. Raphael fingers. Go with Ralph Aaron Twatlist. Darren is um, too. No one's going to call this son Aaron. If no, Darren's not a second name. Aaron Darren. You've never heard of like a Ralph Darren or John Darren. So that's out. That's gone. Ralph Fingers, mate. Go with Ralph Fingers. It's Raphael Fingers. Raphael Fingers. It doesn't matter. Ralph we? Twatlist is the the actual name. Yeah. Argelico Fux. F-U-C-K-S. Fux. I'd find it. I'd, Argelico Fux. Yeah. I'd hate that name. That's a great name. Argelico Fux. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Spell F-U-K-S. F-U-C-K-S. No, it's not. I swear. Holy! I, I thought it was F U K S. No, F U C K S. Like, no, it's not. I promise Where's he you. Where's he from? Uh, I did have a little bit of a bit of uh, background Stop on Argelico Fucks research. No, I did. I've got loads of it. So there's a man out there somewhere, and his second name is F U C K S. Yeah. Right. I would. I Commonly would... known as Argel, Brazilian former footballer who played as a central defender, and he's he was he's manager. 
He's a manager of Centro Sportivo now. Wow. The thing is, that's... You could say that's the easiest thing for papers to make a headline out of, but you couldn't do it. And imagine growing up being him. There's so much pressure on you to be promiscuous and do well with women. You couldn't print his name in papers. You You can't. You couldn't say his name on, like, imagine if he, like, scored a goal. Oh, and his fucks. Fucks. (laughs) (laughs) You're so rough. It's hard to look at you. Sorry. Um, we have top five coming up next. We have don't we? top five, yeah. So and it's top five. We've already said it. I don't even know where it is, but it's a good one. It's top five footballers that stole a living, and That's they're all it. from the Premier League. Top five Premier League players that stole a living, Alex. Hit me number five. I wrote this list off the top of my head. Just I wanted it to be. Am from I the gonna? Heart. Am I gonna be offended by any of these? I I try to pick. Not a lot of Man United players because I feel like it would be cheating. You could to do that. Pretty the much whole pick team all of them. Yeah. Right now is stealing a living. Yeah. Other than arguably De Gea. I Wan- don't know. Dan James has been doing recently. Wan-Bissaka, but- Harry Maguire has been all right. Yeah. But number five, I have Jack Rodwell. Mm. And he would be top of the list, but I think he stole a living. He quite literally stole a living, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, he the pre- fact that he wasn't playing and kind of didn't wasn't asked about playing for Sunderland. Yeah, he didn't obviously come across very well in that documentary. No, awful. Sunderland till awful, till I yeah. die, which was but great, by the way. What, he, a, what um, a yeah, great watch Sunderland yeah. till I die. Probably the best football documentary I've. I watched. loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, Man City one not so great, but yeah, he signed to Sunderland. Marky signed at the time. Ten million pound fee, which at the time was a lot. He was promising. Obviously, he came from City. Yeah, talking about the inflated English fees at the time. Seventy thousand pounds a week was his wage. Amazing. He managed forty-five league starts in four seasons, which meant that it worked out of two hundred ninety-nine thousand per appearance. And the reason I think he stole living is because he literally stole living. The club wanted him. To do the amicable thing, yeah. And to be fair, you they can't, were struggling. You can't they were struggling expect someone to just rip up that kind of contract, but no, we won't go into all the because we talked. The, pro- the problem, ages, the but. problem I, I would have with Jack Rodwell is the fact that he could have gone and played somewhere else. The is just the sheer his attitude. You, if you watch the documentary, you would have seen it. But yeah, the fact awful. that the fact that Sunderland gave him that contract. They they made a mistake there. I think everyone can agree they made huge a mistake. mistake. Huge mistake, and his ramifications for years. So, number four, number four, and I think you'll agree with this one. Phil Jones, Manchester United, seventy five thousand pounds a week. Phil Jones. Is I can't up. believe he's got a new uh, contract. Trafford just signed a new contract. Seen in the stands, pretty much slating Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Well, depending on what, we, yeah, it depends on your interpretation. It looks to me. I've watched it a lot. I think it was probably a joke, but I yeah, think it was there a was joke. something in it. Uh, perhaps reacting to fan calls and stuff. But I don't know what he's done to to get a new contract. Five thousand pounds a week, yeah. Phil Jones. Yeah. He he's our worst centre back. He's our worst centre back. And, I, and that's including Chris Smalling, who's out on loan, I was, who I thought should have we should have kept Chris Smalling and put Phil Jones or sold Phil Jones. Let's look at, for instance, Aston Villa, who won 5-1 the other day mm-hmm. against Norwich. Yeah. Phil Jones wouldn't get into Aston Villa's team. No. Which I, I wouldn't play. I don't think there's any team that needs a centre-back enough to like, put Phil Jones yeah, in I want Phil Jones. I thought, look, he's, he's not a shit, shit player. He's a shit Man United player. He's, he's sh- nowhere yeah, near. He's not the standard. Number three. I agree with that. Number three. Number three. Robinho. Oh, what a player, though. What a player before Man City. Obviously, you you can go on YouTube and search Robinho highlights. and That goal against Arsenal. There's so many great clips. The guy looked incredible. But Mm. when you take into account, this was after Man City's foreign owners came in and Mm. the silly money started, the the big contracts. You have, whenever you get a Man City on a panel show, they'll always say like, oh, they're pre the silly money Man City. If it was like, you know, um, Reyes or something. I think the one hundred sixty thousand pounds a week. Sorry, it's a twelve lot, million pounds a year. But think about what that signing did for Man City in terms of not not just not in terms of like how well the the team performed with him in it and how well he did, but it made the whole world stand up and realize, okay, Man City is serious. 
Yeah, they're going to go and it buy was, if Rubinho's come in, and then play other players will look at that and think like top top class players. They'll think, well, Rubinho plays there. Yeah, to be fair, I can see your argument. However, his time at Man City, he was pretty much bang average. Still playing, nowhere near. Yeah, I know, nowhere near the standards that Rubinho could be at. Mm. And you know, at the end, he took like a forty percent pay cut to go back to Brazil. Yeah, so that's my number three okay. and. Number two, two, unfortunately, another Man United signing, okay. Radamel Falcao. So, oh, but what a player! When what he, a player Falcao a player. was for Atletico and Monaco, obviously. Yeah. Now at Galatasaray in the Turkish leagues, um, yeah. Falcao joined United, and you know, from an outsider's perspective, you're a Man United fan, obviously. But I remember thinking, holy shit, Man so United excited. have already won the league with that guy. That's how so good. Excited. That's how good he was at, at uh, Atletico. Yeah. £265,000 a week. Radamel Falcao was on Man United. Obviously, you'd be aware of all this. The, for the listeners, I forgot that he was on that amount of money. And if you look at his record in the Premier League, four goals in 24 games. He then, obviously, mm. joined Chelsea. Uh, Ten games and one goal. The guy is obviously outside of the Premier League. He was world-class. I think he was the best striker in the world. Uh, at at, one point, when he was at Atletico that yeah. season I think it was 2011 Arguably, yeah yeah, he probably was he was probably the best striker in yeah. the world and I thought I was so disappointed that he went to Monaco at that time I thought what a waste pretty much a goal again kind of striker at Atletico yeah. if it wasn't like he, he would 0.8 he would terrorise teams he was and he's not the tallest of player but his heading ability was incredible great in the air great touch but skillful. United he was diabolical hmm. and he was the pretty much the signaling of the post-Ferguson era. Yeah, Di Maria, you, Falcao. You know if Alex Ferguson was in charge and Falcao was playing for him, he would have been a 32 goals a season striker. He would have known how to get the best out of him. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't think these South American players that come to Man United, the South Americans, just haven't had a good history, have we? No. I, I try and think of South American players living in Manchester who've had a good time and I can think of Aguero. Do you think... Um, but I can't think of anyone else. They find it hard to adjust to that. You know, it's quite a grim city compared oh, to where yeah, they're coming from. Oh, yeah, it rains, it's drab. It's not particularly yeah. luxurious and glamorous kind of city. They'd probably miss home a bit, as South American then, players uh, tend to do. They seem to be quite homesick. Yeah, they, they do. Of. Tevez, Tevez, obviously, what Rubinho a player. Again, but we've already said. Yeah, I think South Americans... I'm, try, I'm trying to think of just great, great players that have settled well, you look at, in Manchester. Um, you look Aguero. at Diego Forlan. Awful in the Premier League. Yeah, Amazing at Atletico again. Did score that goal though against Liverpool. Did yeah, he did. Uh Joe, Man City striker. Oh, Joe. I remember Joe, yeah. Remember him? Joe? Yeah. The Afro? Bloody hell. He was Brazilians awful. in in the well, Firmino's doing well. I'm just I'm trying to think now. David Luiz had a Edison, good time. He's been Edison's pretty decent. Been, yeah. So number one, the moment you're all waiting for. Number you know one player who has stole a living. Probably not a household name. Richard Wright. Do you know him? Yes, goalkeeper, Man City. Yeah. Yeah. So Richard Wright for me... Decent goalkeeper. ...has to be number one. Has to be number one because the guy, when he retired at 38 years old, played less than 360 games in his whole career. But City needed him. As a goalkeeper, bear in mind, which... You think to, you know three hundred and forty-two appearances. That's not that's not bad, but the guy literally was a, a goalkeeper. Their, key, their 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 careers last for much longer. They play almost every game in the season. And this stat is why I think everyone will agree. Go on. At one point for Man City, in the four years he was there, there were one hundred twenty-five Man City matchday squads, roughly that number, and he made one of them. You know why they signed him, though. In that time, Alex, he made 4.1 million in wages. I know why that's they signed him, yeah. but that's what you need to think of. 4.1 million. For everyone who doesn't know, explain, obviously, why Man City went to went and signed him. Wasn't it just because they, um, they had injuries with goalkeepers? No, it was. They, I, th- I believe what they were doing is similar to what Chelsea did. With, um, um, what's his name? Ross Turnbull. And, well, Rob Green as well. Rob Green, yeah is you're filling a quota for homegrown players, I think. 
I think that's what it was at the time. Oh, like on Football Manager. So it was players. Yeah, it was English players or British players. I think that's why they, why they signed him. It, it, that's fair enough. But if I was Richard Wright, I would be thinking, well, yes, money. It is money. Like he's, if someone comes up to you now and offers you 4.1 million to sit on the Man City. Oh my God, bench, yeah. You'd accept it. But yeah. if you were already a pro footballer, you worked all those years. You got, I don't you blame got him. scouted. Hang on, you got scouted. You 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 reached those heights. You finally made it. You were doing stuff that less than a percent of the country gets to do. I wouldn't do it. Honestly, I he wouldn't would. do it. If I how no, old was he when he signed for Man City? If he's at the end yeah, of his career, he was same the, as Rob Green signing for Chelsea. That's fair enough. But for me, honestly, I would rather take one million mm. and play every game. Because oh, I'd yeah. want to oh, be yeah, playing yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, I'd no, want to be in front of those crowds. Yeah, but that and wasn't that wasn't an option for Richard Wright. That never was. The training camp, the Etihad training camp, yeah. and people are looking at you like a joke. Like we yeah. all know you're here to well, just take a box. Look at Rob Green celebrating the uh, Europa League win. Well, that's even worse. Yeah, but, but but they they make a joke of it. He's, he's kind of he's not saying, "Look at me, I've done it." They kind of know. Hmm. That's uh, top five Premier League players who stole a living. If you've got any suggestions, obviously oh, send can them I to add us one? on uh, at goalposts number four jumpers on Instagram or on Twitter. It's Twitter. at G4J podcast. Go yeah, on, I want to add one. Rudely interrupted. I want to add one. Ozil? Fred. Yo, Fred. And Next Carol? up, Two Lies and a Truth. Two Lies and a Truth. Two Lies and a Truth, Gareth. We're here. Two Lies and a Truth, Alex. We're not here. Oh, brilliant. This is everyone's favourite part of the show. Who's this everyone? Everyone. Your mum, your yes, dad. Everyone. To be dog. fair, everyone seems to love it. So Two Lies and a Truth, this is the part of the show where I come to Gareth and you, the audience, I'm Gareth. with three interesting stories. That was me. You said me. Yeah. Three interesting stories. One of them's true. Interesting. Two of them are lies. They're very interesting. Interesting is they a are. stretch. They're interesting. Think of They're the things you've learned because of Two Lies and a Truth. So this week has a theme. Yeah. What's the theme? The theme Banjos. is Top Gear. Ooh. Like Jeremy Clarkson's Top Gear. Yes. Okay, okay. I like Which it. I'm very, running with it. I'm yeah. running with it. I like your energy. Let's go. Let's oh, go. Oh, you'll have to stop that. <laughs> this one is about stadiums. Lay top on Gears me. and stadiums. Lay on me, bro. First story. I love it. There's a stadium in France. I love this. Called the Jeremy Clarkson Arena. There's not. Story number There's two. There's not a stadium in France called the Jeremy Clarkson Arena. What story number two? <laughs> There's a stadium in the Netherlands called the Cars Jeans Stadium. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with this. This story week, number mate. three. There's a stadium There's in a Japan stadium. called the Wheels on a Car Stadium. <laughs> Close. There's a stadium in the America Richard called Hammond and May Park. That's true. There's a stadium in America called Hammond and May Park. Wait, do you know, do you you're, know you're ruling out the Cars Jean Stadium and yeah. the Jeremy Clarkson Arena. Yeah, because what's the Hammondman Arena <laughs> Hammond Park? Hammond and May Park. Yeah, so Hammond and May sounds like a fucking solicitor company in America or something, like a partnership, or they make You can't be so confident. Or something. So you're going to go with that? May, 100%. You're going to rule out awful. the. You're going to rule out the Jeremy Clarkson Arena. How people enjoy this Cars Jeans Stadium more than the genius that is Twatlist is beyond me, man. So you're going with there's a stadium in America called Hammond and May Park. What was the first stadium called again in France? Was that? Uh, Jeremy Clarkson Arena? And you think, <laughs> for a fucking moment, I would consider that Cars Jeans Stadium. <laughs> Cars Jeans Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> what is that jeans made out of cars like jumpers made out of goalposts and cars jeans got, that's in the Netherlands remember uh, just imagine the director's out for a piss with the, with the other Top Gear with, no 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 oh, he's cars. like he's, oh, he's with the shareholders oh, he's with the shareholders stadium. like oh guys we've got a deadline we need to we need to rename the stadium the league deadline tomorrow uh, so oh, you're wearing jeans there's a car out there car jeans stadium done we saw, saw it saw it <laughs> sent in so you're going to go the league, with... Send the email. Hammond, Car Stadium. Hammond and May Park in America. That's your final answer. How do you think I'm going to believe the other two are true? Do you know what's interesting about this? Is I'm going to tell you the answer right now. No, because you're not. You're going to tell me Sam, at the end of the show. No, do you want to know? Yeah, you're going to do this. You're going to keep pretending you're going to the end of the show. 
last week's show, Brandon said, this is why you're a prick. <laughs> the reason you are a prick is because you keep doing this, expecting that you're like bamboozling me. I know you're doing it at the end of the show. Oh my God, imagine if you just said it then. I know. I was tempted to. What's up next? The twat list. Twat. Twat. And there's my twat list theme for this week. That's the best one you've done yet. It's brilliant, isn't it? I don't know how you came up with it. I liked the middle part where... I like the end bit. I done a bit. I went up. I added an inflection in my voice. Baker hasn't done one this week. I haven't done one so far. So he's going to have to record it afterwards. So twat list. This is the part of the show where Baker has three weird clues do you want to explain it because yeah because, you always explain it better than me because i don't understand it still to uh, this day uh the, the, i'll explain it as alex struggles to do this because uh his tiny little pea brain can't comprehend the pea clues i give you the pea to be fair yes. to be fair um so what i do a certain person in football whether a player a pundit a commentator whatever they've done something currently or in the past that deems them as a twat yes Hence, they make the twat list. Ralph twat list. And I will give you three clues, cryptic clues, to help you on this journey to guess the person. Okay, go for it. Clue no- And this, this, by the way, I said in the GoPros or Jumpers WhatsApp group to you boys, mm-hmm. like, this is the best one so far. That's it's- like saying you're the tallest dwarf. Th- thank you. <laughs> They're no- all shit. They're not. Okay, go on. Just because you can't get them right, the reason it's so good. If 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 I died tomorrow, and uh, you know the pastor was like, right, what was the best twat list to my mum? Yeah, which he would ask. Yeah, because that's why I'm known. Yeah, for. of course. Um, I w- it would be this. Okay, this is why I want to be the okay, twat you list. Built this up to be known for. Go for it. Clue number one. Listen here, Eddie. I've had a gutsful of your plain cheese sandwiches. How many times do I need to tell you that it doesn't count as a fucking sandwich, you absolute fucking prick? What the fuck? Clue number two. You couldn't fit the living room in your mouth, especially not the kitchen. But I guess your face right now but i guess you could fit a garden in your mouth oh, it's the only <laughs> it's the only kind of garden that fits inside your mouth <laughs> your face is fucking clueless this is clue number three i can't believe you bought that kind of meat no one picks that in the supermarket ah even worse you've dropped it now it's really wet <laughs> So how where is, are we? How is anyone going to get this? Right, so the first no. one was Eddie Cheese Sandwiches Plain. Right, I'll do it quickly again. Clue number one. Listen, you're Eddie, mate. I've had a gutsful of your plain cheese sandwiches. How many times do you need to tell you it doesn't count as a fucking sandwich, you absolute fucking prick? Clue number two. You couldn't fit the living room in your mouth. Are you listening? I'm so glad you're back. God. Are you listening? Yeah. You couldn't fit the living room in your mouth. Huh. especially not the kitchen. But I guess you could really fit a garden in your mouth. It's the only kind of garden that could fit inside your mouth. Uh, yeah, clue number three. Clue number three. I can't believe you bought that kind of meat. No one picks that in the supermarket. Ah, oh, even worse, you've dropped it now. It's really wet. <laughs> when you hear, I can't wait for you to hear these answers because you'll right. realise how brilliant this is. The answers are there. Do you want me to? Do you want me to try? And- no. What I've done this week, I've made it really extravagant. Yeah. But the answers are there. They're in it's the- easy. I'm telling you what the answers are. Okay. Listen, you Eddie. I've had a guts of you of plain sea sandwiches. I can't talk, Eddie. But how many times do I need to tell you that it doesn't come as a fucking sandwich? You absolute fucking prick. Well, the yeah. so something to do with Eddie and cheese. Oh, no, I don't know. What can I ask you? Right? Yeah. G- genuinely, without ripping on the twat list as you normally do. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. What? 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 Where are you at? Uh, this is shit. <laughs> 
I'm being serious. Uh, I've got, right, in your head right, right so now. So you've dropped your, some meat. Yeah. So that's that. That's the last, that's the third clue. So if you dropped a meat, it's your favourite kind of meat, but you've dropped it now, it's wet. No, it's not my favourite kind of meat. Oh, whose favourite? Who's? I can't believe you bought this kind of meat. No one picks that in the supermarket. No one picks oh, it. Even worse, you ham. dropped it now. It's really wet. Wet ham. West ham. You're really close, but not on this clue. But okay. anyway, ah. the player's not, doesn't play for West Ham. No. Are you, do you think, right, you're close at all? Like, you're close anywhere? No. No, no nothing? No. I cannot wait for you and the audience to hear these answers. Mm. I think some people, like... No one will get this. They No, I think they, I've told you, like, to really listen. And I think if you actually really take in the clues... Out of all our listeners, like, we've never had anyone guess, guess it. No, we have. No. We have. My mate messaged me the other week on WhatsApp saying I got your Twitter list. Did you tell him what it was before? No, it was um, Long Caselny. You got it. Oh, I did get that, yeah. yeah. Next up, we have Frankenstein, Frankenstein Football. You're crazy. Crazy, am I? We'll see whether I'm crazy or not. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Frankenstein Football. It's the return, mate. It's, it's been uh, a while. been a four-week hiatus. Yeah, I think people. It takes a lot of, uh, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, to do this. So this is where you kind of play God. Yeah. In the world of football. So this feature is based around Football Manager. This week, though, what, well, what I tend to do, I do experiments, see how they turn out, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. Doing simulations, going on holiday, in the game for anyone who's familiar with it. And I'm going to run through this one quickly because we've got a guest coming on and I don't want to push it out for too long. Okay. I don't uh, know who this is. You do don't I? know who it is. You now know that I was being truthful. Okay, there is I wasn't a guest. Winding you yeah, up. There I is thought, a guest. Okay. So You said it's a very famous person. Very famous person. Okay. This, is it Jay-Z again? It is. No, it's not. Oh. He's not coming on this week. So this sim is called the Millennium Sim. And this isn't me. This is from Reddit. It's from the subreddit called Football Manager Games. And this guy basically simulated, this is mental, by the way, he simulated a thousand years of football manager. And bear in mind, it takes me 45 minutes to sim one year. It took him 58 real life days. At the end of it, is Marcus this is, Rashford still trying to figure out where he plays on the pitch? And Fred is still playing. Fred's still starting. Um, it's almost a Man United podcast, this. So, Alex, obviously, you've got to kind of give your hypothesis and stuff. This is obviously from someone else. But th- this is interesting. I read this. I needed to put it on the show. Okay. And it's obviously not me. I'm not taking credit for it. So this ba- guy basically puts his football manager into holiday mode for a thousand in-game years. As I said, it took How 58 long? days. That's, that's age. 58 that's, days. That's commitment. Yeah. So it's only England. It's the English football pyramid. And this means that when the simulation ended, it was the year 3019. Okay incredible effort what would your main questions be right now would you think like what would you want to know after a thousand years of simulation a thousand years the thing is the game doesn't know anything else we're dead by then a thousand years time there's no humans left so yeah, football's so not the game almost becomes its own monster yeah so I reckon I'd be interested to see if it was a thousand years or if there was a thousand years worth of development in football what the best team is there and if they played against the team now so what I'm going to tell you at the end of this simulation I'm going to tell you who the most successful club in the Premier League history was after the thousand years yeah the most consistent club the most points per season ratio the worst FA Cup final record and the best individual Premier League season can I guess something for each one when you go through it most successful club quickly most successful club uh, Liverpool most consistent club? Southampton. Uh, highest points season ratio? Uh, Manchester United. Uh, worst FA Cup final record? Ooh, Chelsea. Best Premier League season? Chelsea. Right, okay. Are you looking forward to this? Yeah. Because this was this such a cool. good read. Yeah, this so is cool. In the 2000s, the first surprise of the sim was Derby winning the Premier League in 2021. Wow. With Southampton coming in third. They fell pretty quickly, but then a surprisingly dominant Stoke took over, trading titles with Man United and occasionally Newcastle. Coventry, 
by the way, also had a dominant spell, winning six titles in seven years. Arsenal and Burnley entered the mix, as well as contenders from Nottingham Forest and Blackburn. You've already lost faith. How how far are they into this? How so many th- years? This is up. This is all up to two thousand one hundred. That was right. 2100s, the century started with a very powerful Stoke as they won seven titles in a row as well as 14 titles in 17 years. Later, Burnley became dominant as the Premier League turned into a power struggle between the two teams. Newcomers West Brom and Barnsley also stole some titles, especially Barnsley who won quite a few in the last couple of decades. At this point, have Liverpool won a title yet? A Premier League title? I haven't got that information because it would take a lot... Of research. Stoke winning 14 titles and yeah. Liverpool still finishing so second. So I could read the 2200s. I could read the 2300s. Let's, yeah. let's jump to the 2500s. The year is 2500. Mm-hmm. This century started with battles between QPR, Burnley and South End for the title. Oh. And South End for the title. Later Plymouth, Tottenham and Exeter were quite good. And even Barnsley as well, an ever-present dominance. Sheffield tore up the Premier League mid-century, including eight titles in nine seasons. A resurgent Arsenal ended the century. Let's go to 2700s. Burnley started off 2700 with a bang, winning seven in a row right off the beat. That's titles. Burnley's dominance continued with challenges from Plymouth. Liverpool are there and Norwich. However, Sheffield United again... 200 years later, took their place with 10 titles in 11 season. Mate, this, right, what we're going to do, jump right to the end. Bit time sensitive, because this could go on forever. There's so much info. Well, it could go on for a thousand years. It could go for a thousand years. 2,900 to the year 3,019. The last century starts with a feud between Bromley oh. and Burnley. Up the Bromley. Which is broken up by Rothering. This battle continues through until a resurgent hull gets in the way. This opens the door for Brentford, Ipswich, and Man City. Ah, City are back. To become regular title contenders. The 3000 turn into a struggle between Brentford, Ipswich, and Nottingham Forest, with the very last title ever going to Hull City. So. As I said earlier, I was going to tell you the most successful club. Yeah. Sheffield United. Most consistent club, Burnley. Mm. In there for 982 Premier League seasons. Highest points per season ratio, Stoke City. Stoke killed it. Honourable mention to Sheffield United, who is second. This game rates Sheffield United, mate. Worst FA Cup final record. And this is where this game's extremely realistic. Cardiff City. Ah, with brilliant. 12 appearances and no wins. They're in just the going final. based on history. Honourable mention, Forest Green. Best <laughs> Premier League season, Sheffield United with 109 points. Wow. Honestly, this was so interesting. And I looked through some of the like uh, record signings. Mm. A guy called Jeremy Lanoy. From Bordeaux to Coventry for 127 million. When when was that? Does it say when it was? This is in the year 2044. Okay. Pingo went P- from Arsenal to Pingo. Nottingham Forest for 120 million. Carlos went from Lazio to the huge club that is Sheffield United for 111 million. So does inflation exist in this game? Because we're no, it's not. Obviously, it doesn't exist. No. So if you take this climate into account, arenas, stadiums. The biggest stadium in the world by the year 3019 is the Harry Potts Arena, which is Burnley's new stadium, which are they called Harry Potts? They play which Quidditch would have there. been a player in like 100 years of in course, the future yeah, yeah. that they've renamed after oh, wow. with 120,000 capacity. Rotherham's is second with 105,000. Sheffield United's Quaranta Arena, 90,000. Bromley's Verhoeven Stadium has 87,000. Bromley, by the way, well done. This football manager rates you. And a special mention to that stadium in France that holds over 100,000, the Jeremy Clarkson Arena. Which doesn't exist. So what do you what do you reckon that before we get our special guest on? Would you... I don't know who your guest is going to be. I tell you what, why don't we just get him on? Get him on. Let's get him on. Who right. is our guest? Don't look at my screen because you'll know who he is. There's your headphone.
Hello. Hello. Um, Hello. We have on the Go Poster Jumpers podcast a very esteemed football manager legend, Thomas Jordan. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello. Hiya, Tom. Tom, Hi, by Tom. the way. Uh, we Hi, both know him very Gary. well. Tom, can you explain to our audience what our history on football manager is? We went to university together. Just explain to everyone your credentials. Uh, so, yeah, I went to University of Gareth. Um, we had two very solid years of football manager between us and four others. Um, we would be all probably would put £10 in, pick a team, then go starting from that season. The best season would win the pot. So, yeah, it was intense teams from all over the world. So, yeah. Tom, what, what? how would you explain your skill level on Football Manager? Um, skill level? Um, go with the scouting. So, always go for the top like top prospect of the year. It would be, I would smash through the tactics, pre-season, skip all the seasons. Of course. To go straight into it. I would then use, it would go then, you could work out that actually you could buy any player you want by chips, by, I guess, what's the word to say? Um hiding from the boards in terms of how much money you have. So basically only paying a small up front, but then paying over four years, but even though you wouldn't be there in four years' time. <laughs> right. Um, but everyone, anyone, so, yeah. no one knows Tom, um, but that <laughs> sums up Tom pretty much He's spot on. the cheapest fucking prick Any way of getting life. money and being a weasel, he does it. And he's even doing it in Football Manager. <laughs> yeah, so you could basically, you could find... I did actually the other day, actually, on the, on the, the new game... Um, Mbappe for Liverpool, you basically pay 30 million up front, but then 200 million over four years, and the board would let this transfer go through, even though you had a 70 million pound budget. But he's right, and Tom knows the loophole <laughs> with Football Manager. And I've exploited, to be fair, I've exploited myself. Like, I've been a Premier League team, and you know what it's like, Tom, when you really want a fucking player and you've got your sights set on him. You put like an initial payment down of one million, and then like one hundred eighty million over four years, and then in four years your board will sack you because you are heavily in debt. Well, you say that actually, the board keeps seem to forget the minus hundred million you have every year, and they'll still give you a new seventy million pound budget budget as long as you, you know, finish in the top four if you're in a big club. Unbelievable. So um, the reason the reason Tom, I've got you on is uh, we're both massive football manager players like we obviously spent hours and hours and hours in university playing it and beyond have you been playing it recently uh yeah on the yeah the last couple of years good usually good, at christmas stuff. time and usually like um it's the, the two weeks i have off from work it's usually a good uh between the, the films so the reason I've got you on is because Alex himself is in a massive football manager player. I don't think he's ever actually played it. No. So I've got a little feature to do with our Frankenstein football that I need. I just wanted to get you on because it just wouldn't work with just Alex because he wouldn't get it. So right. Tom, football manager's Twitter page, I don't know if you saw it, um, for National Poetry Day, asked everyone to send them in some football manager related poems to read over. Did you see okay. that? No, I didn't see it, unfortunately. Good. So I'm going to read you out some poems and to Alex as well. So one of them was, Roses are red, violets are blue. We heard of Erling Haaland before any of you. Oh, what a player. He's going to be special, that guy. Um, I actually Erling did Halland? hear of him a few years ago. And why Fact. is that, Tom? Because of football manager. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why I've got but. your beautiful Welsh self on. Uh, another one I've got. There was a new gen from Peru who played up front in a two. To score was his aim, and in every game, there was nothing the defenders could do. Roses are red, violets are blue, poems are hard, choosing club rosters is two. Mm. Not, what are you rating that one? I'm not sure on that one. Roses are red, violets are blue, my team lost again because the oppo scored two. Not great at poems, not gonna lie. <laughs> Are you ready for this one? You're gonna like this I one, got, Tom. I only got C in English, I'm not great. This at was poems. the tweet that I saw, and I was like, I have to get Tom on because he'll love it. There was once an assistant from Sheffield to whose wisdom I often appealed. I would ask his advice, and he said more than twice, We are being seriously overrun in midfield. <laughs> 
Am I meant to know these? I got the first. I, I don't, what do you I need mean you're meant one. to know these? Do you not use any of the fucking tactics? Why have I not? Why have I got you on? <laughs> There's a tactic called we are the your assistant always says to you we are being seriously overrun in midfield all of the time. But every but game we've talked about this. Just, Tom I Tom has got... mong strength and everything he does. Honestly, right? I regret no, I, getting I, I him on set, so much now. I have a set formation. It's is a four. Four two. One. <laughs> no, it's a four. It's, it's a four two. Two wide. One up front. One behind. And then the geo something. It's called. How have you played then, football manager for over 10 years and not seen your assistant manager say to you, we've been seriously overrun in midfield? Because uh, I, don't, I don't listen to assistant manager. I know what I'm doing. I just go straight with my tactics. What are you doing when in, you play football manager? <laughs> it's mong strength, I'm telling you. Honest to God. Right. He has the same on the fantasy. I, do, I don't know whether... Realized, <laughs> I've just realised I've got Tom on yeah. and he doesn't even fucking understand words and I'm reading him poems. <laughs> Right, next one. <laughs> Fuck me. I scouted a wonder kid in Peru who hadn't made his first team debut. I thought he'd been signed, but his work permit declined, so the whole deal went and fell through. Oh, I know that one. The old work permit. You know the work permit thing, then? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's getting difficult now with Brexit. Oh, if, you do the, if you play the Brexit. new football manager, that's now become a big issue. Recently. Oh, it has. <laughs> Next Wait, one. do they include that? Yeah, Brexit's in it. Actually, right. it, actually, it, actually warn, it actually warns you. So the new one, it actually tells you Brexit actually does happen in real in, in football manager world. Yeah, it does, to be so, fair. He is right. He is right. Next one. 2-1 up. Need a third on the throttle. They've won 3-2. Guess that's a bottle. Depressed. You're depressed. <laughs> you're depressed as I am that I've wrung you for this podcast and you don't understand poems I don't know oh, what you words. expect I, I just I it's th- Tom you guys are giving me like some prep ahead of this I'm not what great at what did you need a dictionary <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking right see you later what was I expecting I don't know it's Tom I thought because he understood football manager that no. that would go well. No, he doesn't understand anything he does unless it's got money in. And then for... and There's this no is, point. No one knows perfect. him. He's one of those people you have to admit. He just gets by in life just because he can breathe in oxygen and he does well there. Yeah. And it frustrates me. That's Frank's Which is football, why he's by the also way. top... Well, no, he's second in our fantasy league. Yeah, and, and he doesn't understand it. No. He doesn't even... I don't think he even knows no. what the website but URL is. he saw money... Involved and he was like bang. He's less, he's just that that sort of guy. He's brilliant. Yeah. Well, that was Frankenstein football. Would you rate that experiment as a Franken success or a Franken so fail? The baby? thousand years, the thousand years. Mm. I think I like that they include Brexit in it now. Yeah, but a thousand years time, I think Stoke winning thirteen titles as much as you can imagine a. A scene in a thousand years and things changed. Yeah. Stoke winning thirteen titles in seventeen seasons or the whatever thing it is, was. It's is quite hard to say if it was a success because how would you know what the world's like in a thousand years? Stoke could be bought out by foreign owners like Man City. So it gives it me hope that Bromley... we're still going to have football in a thousand years. Yeah. So Franken success, Franken fail. I'll give it a Franken success because of pure dedication to it. Fair play. Fifty-eight days. Well done to that guy. Next up, we have after I burp our fantasy. Flutball oh, tips. That smells like beer. And the penultimate feature is fantasy football tips with our very own Alex Price, who might be the worst person to give you tips at the moment. Not an expert. I mean, you're pretty good at it. No. But you're just not. I don't think a lot of people this year. They're My normal struggling team a bit. is... T- I think 27th in the league, so I'm far from being there. Yeah, so there's over 100 entries in the GoPros or Jumpers Fantasy Football League. Uh, For everyone listening, the only part we're going to talk about is the fact that me and Alex have both of our own versions of a day one team, which is we've made a Fantasy Football League team at the start of the season. We cannot change it all year. We cannot use any wild cards and bench boots and triple captains. We just got to leave it. Just got to leave it there. And we're fucking struggling. Yes, and the loser at the end of the season has to get a tattoo. Of our logo. I don't want to do that. On their body. I don't want it. Forever. So, so far, 
Mm. We're not doing great in comparison to everyone else. But we are at a big disadvantage anyway because we can't change our teams. But currently you've got 366 points and I've got 381. It's so close. It's tight. And I was ahead of you for a good few weeks and then you had... Martial uh, got injured. That, you had that week when you got 60 points and I got like 31. Yeah, that was a great week. That propelled you in front. And um, game week seven, which was the last week, I got 41 points. My highest scoring person was Aguero with eight. Mm. He barely done anything. And it shows I'm struggling. Now, my second highest scoring player was Martin Kelly. Andy so, Carroll would have got you a point there. Andy Carroll got oh, me on the a bench, single so. point. He got me a single point. Did he so, play? He got a, it oh, was his debut. In. That he was his in. debut, yeah, again. There you go. So, game week eight, just to refresh you, uh, I had 41 game week seven, and I managed to pull that forwards, improve on it. Yeah. 43 points. Again. Marginal I, gains. Jimenez managed to save me a little bit, and everyone else, a shit. Yeah, I'm struggling here, mate. Because it's really hard. I for for three weeks, I thought, do you know what? That tattoo is Alex's, and yeah. I have tattoos. You don't. That would be your first tattoo. And the worst part about it is, you want this podcast to become more and more popular to justify doing that, really. Yeah. Otherwise, you've done it for fucking nothing. I just, I regret everything. How was your game week seven? Game week seven. Well, I, game week seven was weirdly good. That was the 60 points one. That one where, because Marshall's injured, Camarasa doesn't play, and Che Adams didn't get me two points. How many did he get? Which was a blessing in disguise. How much did he he get? didn't get anything, and ah. he didn't play. Would you you rather him get zero than two? Yeah, because then Matt Target came in with nine points. Martin Kelly came in with six. Matt My defence was so nine. strong. I had Robertson with six, Sionchu with six, yeah. solid. What a shout Sionchu was. I'm proud of that. Gary Lineker is... Licking his bumhole every week on Twitter. He is very good, though. He is good. And Iosu Perez actually got my f- first couple of points with the with an assist. Sterling scored as well. Yeah, uh, this yeah, week, yeah. not so great. Not so great, boy. 29 points. Uh, annoyingly, Martin Kelly's on the bench with yeah. seven. Seven. Che Adams got me one point. So what did he get? Uh, who? This week. 29 points. 29. Diabolical. So Terrible. Alex is going to give you three tips... And to be fair, his fantasy Four team tips. might not be great, but your tips do pretty well, mate. They You've do. done some absolute bangers. Who's they your do. goalkeeper this week? So this week as a theme, I like my themes. This week's theme is cheap. Okay. So we're going cheap. We're going for bargains. Okay. Goalkeeper, Paolo Gazaniga. Okay. Everyone probably saw Larice's horrific injury yeah, over the he's weekend. Out. That's going to be him done. I think possibly, f- yeah. I don't know how long they haven't. Long I don't time. know whether they've said anything yet, but he's going to be out. They've got Watford up next. Watford really struggling to score. Tottenham are struggling to score as well. But I think this is after the international break, so it's a bit of time to reflect. Tottenham come back. How much does he cost? He costs four point four million. Good shout that is, mate. Who's your defender? My defender. Now this one. This is probably the most guaranteed banker because okay. you can't lose with this one. It's Callum Chambers. Oh, I didn't expect that name. Four point four million. Yeah. Since they've since he's, he's come been in, doing well, hasn't yeah, he? he's done yeah. really well. He obviously played against uh, United, didn't do so great, but had a decent game even despite that early book in. He's four point four million. He's just got eight points this week for that clean sheet, and mm. they play Sheffield United next on the Monday Night Football midfielder. Midfielder, this guy really impressed me this weekend. Absolutely fantastic. First time I've really seen him. It's Matty Longstaff. Okay. Scored that goal against United. Unbelievable performance for a 19-year-old. He's only 4.5 million. And I think he'll be a regular fixture for Steve Bruce now. 4.5 million. Plays Chelsea next. Good stuff. Up front. Up front. Striker. This guy is going to be great. I do I do think so. I've seen him play a couple of times. He played midweek and I watched him play against Standard Liège. It's Martinelli, the Brazilian striker, okay. teenager from Arsenal. 4.5 million, play Sheffield United next week. He could get a couple of minutes and I think with Lacazette missing at the moment. Good chance there. I think, yeah, because I mean, he scored he scored two goals against Standard Liège, two goals against Forest as well and those are the last two games he played. So I think, mm. yeah, I think he'll do really well. 
And it's an end of another GoPros and Jumpers podcast, mate. Yeah. Um, episode number 21. It's the real episode 20. Didn't turn up to 20, obviously. 20 was great. 20, you weren't here. Yeah, you weren't here. 20 yeah. was great. A 21. So this is where we're going to wrap up. Yeah. We've got a lot to wrap up. Oh, my God. I get to tell you my twat list. Oh, I'm my God. So I get to tell you my two lies and the truth. Yeah. That's less exciting. So two lies and the truth, mate. Lay it on me. You had a Top Gear theme, Two Lies and a Truth. Top Gear theme. And they were all stadium-based. You had stadium a Jeremy based. Clarkson Stadium. So the first one was, there's a stadium in France called the Jeremy Clarkson Arena. Yeah. You didn't think that was true. No. The second was, there's a stadium in the Netherlands called the Cars Jeans Stadium. That doesn't exist. You didn't think that existed either. Story number three, there's a stadium in America called Hammond and May Park. Now, that's the one that you yeah, went with. because it sounds like a solicitor company or a legal firm or something like that. Yeah. The answer yeah. is... Go on. There's a stadium in Netherlands called the Cars Jeans Stadium. What's a fucking car jeans? What's <laughs> car jeans? Literally the two words, cars and jeans. And do you know why I know that? Because Man United played there on Thursday night. It's Alkmaar's stadium. Oh my God, I'm Googling it now. It's Cars Jeans Stadium. Den Haag played there. Yeah. I think, it, I think a lot of the teams Cars use it. Cars Jeans Stadium yeah. is a multi-use stadium in the, the Haag, Netherlands. Completed in 2007. Horrible, oh my horrible God. Pitch, 3G pitch. Horrible. Wait, what does Cars Jeans mean? It's not a company. No. What does it mean? I don't know. What does Car Jeans mean? <laughs> No, what's car I, jeans? I actually think Jeremy Clarkson decided on that name. He must have visited. I'm Googling car jeans and it's brought up... Cars and jeans. Cars, jeans, clothing. Cars, jeans. And it's jeans with cars on them. Cars, jeans, stadium. It's jeans with cars on them. It's not really. <laughs> Brilliant. Fair play. I got you. How the fuck does that exist? That's oh, great. Football and name game, quickly. Who's football there? name game. Oh, yeah, we, we already know that one. Do we? Yeah, Argelico fucks. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a little reminder. Oh, I get, I get a fucking sweet twat list. I'm Go on then. so fucking Hit excited. Hit me with your twat list. I'm so excited. So, um, the twat list clues were, clue number one, listen, you're Eddie, I've had a guts all of your plain cheese sandwiches. How many times do I need to tell you that it doesn't count as a fucking sandwich, you absolute fucking prick? Clue number two. You can fit the living room in your mouth, especially not the kitchen, but I guess you could a garden in your mouth it's the only kind of garden that fits inside your mouth this mm. is yeah you agree Clean yeah. number three I can't believe you bought that kind of meat no one picks that in a supermarket ah even worse now it's dropped it's really wet so you've had time to think here you look a bit more positive now I'm looking at you you look awful <laughs> you look hungover as fuck I am it's so hard being opposite you like I feel like I'm <laughs> sitting across like oil a, a victim of a war. I feel like that. So, are you any close with the twat list? I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? It is. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. I think. No, you've done this yes. few episodes yeah, ago, I and know. I fucking hated it. You yeah. don't know at all. It's is it? Is it Eden Hazard? Yes. It's not Eden Hazard. Yeah. Yeah. Right, with this one, would you prefer me to go clue by clue and go explain it? Or do you clue. want me to just give you the answer no, so you can get angry Give me, me? Give me it closer and closer on, on the first clue. Give me like... No, because if I give you the first clue, you'll know who it is. Oh. So maybe I should just give you the answer. Just give me the answer. Go on. Mohamed Salah. Do you get any of this? Now, I'm thinking, right, go for the first one and see if I can get where you Listen come here, from. Listen here, Eddie. I've had a guts all of your plain cheese sandwiches. How many times do I need to tell you that it doesn't count as a fucking sandwich, you absolute prick? More ham, Ed. Oh, fucking hell. Ham and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> what do you mean? Mohammed. More ham, Ed. What? Listen here, Eddie, I've had a guts all of your plain cheese sandwiches. How many times do I need to tell you that it doesn't count as a fucking sandwich, you absolute fucking prick? Is this real life? More ham, Ed. Is this real? More ham, Ed. Mohammed. Yeah. Okay. Clue number two. You couldn't fit the living room in your mouth, especially not the kitchen, but I guess you could fit a garden in your mouth. It's the only kind of garden that fits inside your mouth. 
a garden salad. What the fuck? A garden salad. This is stupid. <laughs> It's not. It's not. If you actually thought... I'm going to strike you. How can I put a garden in my mouth? You'd think, what kind of food is called garden? Garden salad. 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 More ham, Ed. Salad. Right? And the last clue was to give you a clue of the club. I can't believe you bought that kind of meat. No one picks that in the supermarket. Or even worse, it's dropped now. Liver. No one buys liver, and it's dropped <laughs> oh, into a pool. <laughs> You're saying it like these are facts. It dropped into a pool. The The liver's wet. It fell into a pool, liver pool. Uh, so, Mohamed salad. I didn't need this. I didn't need this. No, give me some credit. Yeah, well done. It's good. No. So, that's the end of the show. That's the end of the show. We have nothing else to wrap up. We had our top five... Uh, Premier League players that were stealing a living. Yeah, Richard Wright, number one. We I had Two Lies and a Truth, which was... Cars um, Jeans Stadium. Jeans Cars Stadium and Moham Ed Salad. Moham Ed Salad. Mohamed Salad. That's annoyed Salah. me. That's annoyed me. I, don't th- I think a lot of people would have got that. No. Okay. Why is he a twat? Oh, he just is, isn't he? Is that it? Yeah, he's... You never dives. Give, he dives, mate. More than anyone. In the world, more than Tom Daly did. Mm. And you agree with me. Mm. And I know you do. Mm. Disgruntled mms mm. there. Mohamed Salad is a twat. We'll see you uh, next week. See for you next week for episode number 22. Some more infuriating baker. I ch- can Brandon do it? Yeah, actually? please. Yeah, okay. Wait, it's before you go. What do you want to say? Oh, before we go? Just no, just leave it. No, I'll leave it. Okay. It's all over. We can't stop.